Episode 425, how to build legacy as a company and as an individual. Lani Kamahu Yamasaki. Our new weekly Awaken Your Alpha Women's show to be released every Monday on top of our regular Thursday show. Let us know if this is something you want more of through sharing, subscribing, and leaving us a review. This format will initially run for a few months. Please do reach out, share, and let me know what you think. But let's dive into this one. This is powerful stuff. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. Hi, I'm Adam Lewis Walker, founder of Awaken Your Alpha, the number one personal leadership podcast that is also a best-selling book, Awaken Your Alpha, Thousand Tactics to Thrive, and also a TEDx talk Awaken Your Alpha, How to Rise Up. You can see a theme here, but please do check these out. If you like the talk, if you like the podcast, you will love the book. The book is the best of the best, and it's available on Amazon. This podcast is brought to you by The Talk Accelerator, helping thought leaders increase influence, income, and impact by achieving their talk. If you'd like to find out more about how you can get onto the red spot, please do head over to talkaccelerator.com. That's talkx. C-E-L-E-R-A-T-O-R.com. How to secure and smash your own TEDx talk. Get to the podcast. Right, this week it's all about legacy, which is something I love. So this is going to be a great conversation. We have Lani Kamau Yamakasaki. Have I messed up the last name after all that? <laughs> Yamasaki. I tried to race for it. I'm going to leave this in the interview. <laughs> I thought I was I thought I was on the home straight and I just <laughs> rushed through the last one. Anyway, we have Lani on the line. She's awesome and she's all about creating and implementing socially conscious legacy programs for entrepreneurs and organizations through building partnerships between government, businesses, charitable organizations, and creating enduring legacy programs which enhance community and planetary wellness. So what's yeah. not to like? So <laughs> firstly, Lani, are you ready to awaken your alpha today? I am sure ready to awaken my alpha, Adam, and just mahalo for having me. Ah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. So that was a very brief introduction, and that's kind of what you're all about in a short sentence, but is there anything you'd like to add? What I'm all about is really practicing and living lokahi, and lokahi is a Hawaiian value, which means harmony and unity, but really, as a practice, it describes the relationship you have and the interdependence you have between the spiritual world, humanity, and nature. Mm, love it. And in terms of your origins, so for those who are listening, can you tell us where you're recording this from today and where you're originally from? And, you know, tell us a little bit about the journey. Okay, so we are recording from Waimea on Hawaii Island. And this is where we live. And I was originally born and raised on the island of Oahu. And that really started my journey because, you know, growing up on Oahu, the beaches there are phenomenal. And almost every weekend, my parents would take us to the country, what you might know as the North Shore, where surfing is a really big scene there. And so our weekends were spent in nature, in my grandfather's farm, on the beach. Um, We thought nothing of like just like tumbling in the surf and, and catching our fish and eating on the beach. Oh, nice. Yeah, that began my whole journey and understanding that there's such magic in nature and that nature is a phenomenal teacher. That's brilliant. And what you do now is, you know, it's so unique and specific. 
did you ever think that's what you're gonna end up doing and and how did you fall into it or pursue it how did you get yeah. to this this point and you know tell us a little bit about that well no i never thought i'd be pursuing this i mean <laughs> i went to school i mean formally i went to school in the arts and it was really so i went to school in california in claremont california and it was actually every every time i had the opportunity we would drive from Southern California to Northern California along Highway 1. And Adam, have you been there? It's phenomenal coastline. Yes, I've done I haven't done the whole way down, but I've done a little little bits of it. Yeah, I love it. Love oh. it. Well, so I was so I was really really into black and white photography. Ansel Adams was one of my heroes, and so as we would drive along that coastline, I we'd stop at Big Sur all the time and sit at the cliffs and look at the monoliths, and I began to hear music. I mean, I heard music playing and there was nobody around. And I thought, oh my goodness, am I losing it? Am I like really, really losing it? But I, I heard this music and this happened to me over and over again. So finally, I asked my elder about this years later. Now, this is what I was in college. So from 18 to 21, I would drive the same coastline hear this music, feel at peace. And then finally in my mid twenties, I asked my elder, what was this about? And he said, you need to know you've been traveling the ancestral star trails. And what that means yeah. is it's the ancient navigational trails that our ancestors traveled as navigators from the West coast of the U S to Hawaii. And that was my first, actually, it wasn't my first, but it was my first confirmation. It wasn't my first experience, but it was my first outward explanation that I was in connection with, you want to call it a higher source or God, including ancestors. And I was intrigued. He said that, you know, part of traveling the ancestral star trails, and by the way, Adam, England is part of this as well. Oh, Yes, it's actually the ancient peace trails. And then he began to share our family's kuleana. Kuleana is the word for responsibility. So you have responsibility and you have yeah. purpose. And he shared that our family's responsibility was really to serve as stewards of the aina or nature. Ah, and to, wow. Yes. And to really help take care of community. And so... I had to add that when I was a child, along with being very, you know, an ocean baby, I was learning how to already work with plants because our family comes from traditional practitioners or healing practitioners with herbs that use herbs for healing. Wow. Well, I usually ask that the uh, awakening question, was there a moment? And you, you covered loads of great moments in there. Uh, and you, you mentioned some people in there, but who helped and who did you? It may be someone else. It may be a combination, but is there any key figures who helped awaken your alpha? Absolutely. I'm going to say, you know, when you're little, you don't realize the influence. Many people, I didn't realize the influence that my, my parents had, but to particularly my mother. And so she was the one when I was ill would take me into the backyard and pick wobblies, for instance, and say, okay, take these wobblies. If I had, you know, for instance, diarrhea really you know it would help to stop to stop that um she would take me to experience just different medicines in aloe when i was some people say hello 
you know, when I was burned, because I did get sunburn, put it on my skin. So I was already learning. So my mom was my first teacher. But later in life, I did have many wise elders who brought me through these spiritual teachings and rites of passages. Just for the interview, you talked about, we touched on legacy and this, this episode is going to really lean towards people listening as well. What, what is it you actually do? Cause I mean, some of the stuff, you know, you had in 2014, the governor of Hawaii recognized you for your yeah. outstanding contributions to community engagement. You've got lots of accolades that I probably didn't read out and do justice, but what is it, would you say is the primary way in, in you help governments, organizations or individuals? And then obviously we, we're going to lean towards legacy as well. If that's relevant. Yeah. So, um, and mahalo for asking. So, communities, we're in a new paradigm now, meaning it's no longer from top down, whether you're head of a corporation or, or government, it's really community, working with community to understand their vision, their needs, their goals. And in the place of, um, if you're in a position of being a corporation or a government, it's your place then to facilitate community being able to achieve these goals primarily community wellness and taking care of nature so that we can live self-sufficient lives. And so I've been very, very, very fortunate to work with private companies. Um, many of them, when I say Fortune 200, they're here in Hawaii. Why? Because many of them are like hotels, for instance. Yeah. Um, and they know that they have a responsibility to take care of community. So that's how that journey began. Um, and so I work with companies to understand, for instance, right, what are their missions? What is their vision and what are their goals? And I see how this matches or complements the community vision and goals. Then I help to build a program that will help the community to achieve these goals. And that means partnerships. And so it's no longer you know, um, we're doing it ourselves. This is a period of where it's really critical to identify different entities, different organizations, individuals in the communities who have the wisdom, who have the, the gifts that can help to co-create a vision that enhance community wellness and environmental wellness. Awesome. And when we bring that right down to sort of the individual level, so mm. if someone's listening to this and they might not be a you know part of a big company, they might be a solopreneur, how can they, or have you got any ideas or tips or thoughts on how they can improve the aspects of their life? Yeah, well, okay, so this is, oh, this is really important. I really believe that when people talk about, I wanna build a legacy program, Many times, in my experience, it comes from a place of wanting to achieve something that becomes a landmark in their lives or they're remembered for this. And I always, I think that's fantastic. And I go back to them and say, how does this vision then reflect your inner values? How does this reflect what your true life purpose is and what, what we call your kuleana, or your lineal responsibility is. And I can share that many times people can answer that question. Mm. And I think it's really important if we're here to, to 
co-create with community to build these legacy programs, you need to come from a place of being grounded and being centered in who you are and what your life purpose is and what your kuleana or your responsibility is. And so I work with people to help them, if they don't already know this, to arrive at their kuleana, arrive at their responsibilities, um, arrive at their purpose. And I have to tell you, something magical happens. When people then connect with responsibility and purpose, something, and you know this, so this is your work, Adam, right? <laughs> it's like they light up and it's like they have a purpose and they understand that what they're here to do is bigger than themselves. It's, it's, they're here to be a service. And that's when I feel the true conversation can happen with community and other potential partners, because then it's like, I can say the ego goes to the side and you're truly speaking from a place of contribution and wanting to be of service. When was the time that um, you probably, it wasn't as clear to you, you know, your responsibilities or your path or your purpose, a really challenging period when it didn't all go, because these are all great things. And, you know, sometimes people can listen in and they can compare their realities to someone's, you know, ideal scenarios and highlights, but we've all been through struggles and adversity. So when was a time where it was very, very challenging and it maybe wasn't as clear um, to identify the things we've just been talking about? I would say my, my entire youth, I mean, I'm serious from a small child onwards to my mid twenties, it be, my mid-20s began to shift. And why? That's when I met the elders in my life who had the patience, I mean, really the patience to sit with me and say, you're okay, you're not crazy. And that goes back to the story, right, of, of hearing this music. Um, so I'm going to say this, you know, when you look at the greats, like I, I think Janis Joplin, I mean, gosh, Jimi Hendrix, um, you know, um, the Doors. Why am I forgetting The oh, Doors? Jim Morrison? Um, How am I thinking of? Oh, know. gosh. Well, <laughs> okay, okay. So anyway, um, 27, 28, 29. This is a really definitive point in people's lives where if, you're, if you have gifts, if you have huge gifts and you don't have a place to, to, um, to share the dreams, right? What happens is many times you go towards addiction you go towards depression. Um, you just start to avoid because you don't know. You don't. You don't know what you. You have this capacity, but you don't know how to express it. And so I, my life really changed in my twenties when I met my elder, um, who said, who was also my uncle, who said, "Look, these are the gifts you have. You're not crazy." Um, and I may be going off track, but this is important because that 27, 28, 29, that's critical. That's when you're going through the next rite of passage. Mm. And, and I believe having the wise mentors with you, having the guides with you is really important. That's, well, that's very interesting because um, 27, 28, 29, 28 is when I had my pole vault accident where it all, a situation really changed it. But it was probably compounded by the fact of what you've just been saying. No one's really spoken about that period of age, but that's when it all just went and just flipped around and just like carnage and transition. <laughs> the hero's journey. You know, in one of your earlier podcasts, right? You really spoke about the hero's journey mm -hmm. and, and taking that leap of faith, going into that void. And that's what happened to me. I had a similar, my own, well, that's <laughs> the hero's journey took me to England, actually, Adam. 
I actually embarked on a tour called the hero's journey. Wow. <laughs> and I went to sacred sites and this is what I want to share with your, with your audience is the land, again, the land and nature are amazing teachers and land holds the memories of those who came before it holds the resonance. So when you go to many of these, what we call Vahipana or sacred sites, you are with, with a human guide, right? But you're also learning from the energy of the land and who was there before you. And so that rite of passage took me to England to be on that peace trail as well, to put together the bigger ancestral picture, because I really believe is important when you understand your kuleana or your responsibility and your purpose, you need to know who your ancestors are and what they did. Because when you do, you have a better idea of who you are and what you're here to do. We're going to move into the alpha round now. And I'd like to start off with, is there a particular impactful book for you in your life and it, or what, just a favorite book or something that springs to mind? Can you get it down to one book if you had to? Oh my gosh. No. Damn. <laughs> All right. You I should say known. one book and then you can add a few like runner, runners up if you want. <laughs> okay. Um, it might not be your most favorite book. It could just be a very impactful book, as in you read it at the right time and it's just kind of what you needed. Okay. I, 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 I should be right on it, but my mind is racing every, everywhere. Um, you know, Eckhart Tolle. Ah, <laughs> I got one of his books here. Is it The Power of Now? <laughs> oh my God. Jinx. Really? <laughs> you can't see it. I'm, Literally, I'm, 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 look at that. That's crazy. Yep. Yep. I got this. I only, I haven't read the whole thing. I haven't really read it because I got this. I think it was a, like, a library. I just, I'm always, I'm trying not, I'm literally trying not to buy books, but I like stumbled across this, like physically, did, didn't order it offline. And I was like, ooh, and just grabbed it. <laughs> December wow. 2005 is when my elder gave me this book. And she said, this is your book. And I read it and I said, oh my gosh, yes. Yes, yes. Okay, so we should say for the listeners, that's, that's a new earth. Yeah. Awakening your, to your life's purpose by Eckhart Tolle. Yep. See, the awakening to your life's purpose. You can see why I, it caught my attention as well. So I thought I've got to get that. That's on the, I've had a brief look at it, but yeah, that's uh, it's quite a big book. I haven't, it's, haven't dug into it yet. It's brilliant. It's, abs- it's everything what we talked about. Yeah. I liked his first, well, not his first one. The first one I read of his, The Power Now. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> is there a particular quote that sums up your approach to life or just a, you know, a, pers- a favorite quote, one that you like? Yeah. Um, the need that we, we must learn how to practice lokahi in our lives, because this is really, I believe, one of the true keys to living self-sufficient lives. And when I say self-sufficient, that means to live a life with purpose and joy. Are there any resources that you use either in your business, your work or personal life that you maybe think very useful, number one, or you just think they're not well known, or even if they are well known, maybe a particular way you use them. And if they don't exist, then you know, that's <laughs> fine. Cause some people are just like, nope, just keep it. I don't really have anything. And that's, that's absolutely fine too. I do. Okay. We have a saying in Hawaii, it's called Nana Ike Kumu. That means look to the source. And so my sources are my elders. I, 
I look around and I'm surrounded by amazing elders in our community. And so I really encourage everyone to just look around you because true wealth really is, it's, I think it's in the wisdom that is all around us. We just have to be present and ask awesome. and your teachers will come. And having gone through the bulk of the interview and we've spoken a few times now, who from your network, you mentioned someone before, but who from your network do you think would be a great interview for the Awaken Your Alpha podcast? Oh my goodness, Susie. Um, Susie Moore is just brilliant. She is known for your side hustle and she is not any brilliant. She's, um, she's funny. She, is, uh, she has true heart and she does she teaches people really how to, and this is why I think you'll love her, how to access um, media and public relations, but not in a salesy way, but in really in a way that you can communicate your authentic self. She's brilliant at that. Awesome. And if people want to connect with you, what's the best way to find out more and continue the conversation? Uh, thank you for asking, Adam. So my website is laniyamasaki.com and there um yeah i actually have resources there as well <clears throat> excuse me free resources and my podcast live lokahi will be going live in february ah awesome i'm on your website now actually <laughs> <laughs> no, look i'm getting out of the way now um, and i want to talk in, in for the last sort of five minutes or so i want to talk about the individual and responsibilities but we've talked about what people suggestions, what they should do to, you know, find out their responsibilities, their purpose and stuff. Have you got any individual kind of like practical tips or tactics? Someone who's listening now could start to action literally today, if not while they're listening to this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, excuse me. I interrupted you. Um, well, we, we already glanced on that. And I think the main thing people can begin to do is look into their ancestry and really find out, really look at their genealogy. And some people have asked me, well, what if I'm adopted? Well, they're still your family. Mm. So, because there's a reason, right? For, so in Hawaiian, Hawaiian philosophy, we come to the world with an etheric blueprint and a world, and we have the opportunity now to evolve because we're in human form. So whoever you come to as your family, whatever situation you find yourself in, those are your teaching, your main teachers. So absolutely look into your ancestry. Um, and then really define, when we look at Awaken Your Alpha, I think that's a brilliant, brilliant question to ask, what does alpha mean? Mm -hmm. And in this case, one of the main values or practices is competition in Hawaiian culture. But competition is not to beat, beat, beat everybody, it's to succeed and to evolve that you have to be in competition with yourself. So to evolve, because we're, the, we're only as strong as the weakest person in our family or community. So I would say to also really ask yourself, what, is, what does awaken your alpha mean? What does that mean in terms of being of service? And what's the one question you thought I would have asked by now, or you wished I'd asked, and you feel like I've missed a trick. This is my cover myself question. <laughs> Anything uh, in mind? Actually, I think we've run around and we we covered quite a bit, but um, I would say to really, yeah, 
to go more deeply into lokahi. What is lokahi? We know the practice means harmony and peace, right? Yeah. We know it means it's the interdependence between the spiritual world, understanding your creator, your ancestors, nature, and community. But what does it really mean deeply? Well, lo is... What a good question. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so when you break down lokahi, okay, ahi is the fire within. It's also a star, right? But low is here, the pineal gland area, it's spirit. So when we practice lokahi, it really does awaken that inner spark in you. Mm. That, and and it's the, awakens what we call the ancestral blueprint in you to come to your pure potential so that you can be of service to humanity and to nature. That is what lokahi truly, truly means. I like it. <laughs> wow. It's been an absolute pleasure today. I mean, unless there's anything else you want to leave, I, I'll give you the option to have the last word to my listeners, but it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on today. I've had a blast, Adam, and I'm, thank you so much for having me. And I do, I do want to offer, if that's okay with you, if people go to my site or maybe we can <clears throat> leave a link, if people want to understand more about Lokahi, I have a, a short booklet about what it is to live Lokahi. So I would love to be able to offer that if that's okay with you. People can go to my website and download that. Perfect. And we've got all the website, even the links will all be on the show notes. So please do go over and check that out. And if you enjoy this episode, subscribe and review and let us know. Thank you so much. I thought I had so much fun with you and um, I'm really excited for the journey that you're on right now. I mean, no, I'm not stalking you. I just listen to you all the time. You know? Oh, that's awesome. You know, I was like, every time I listen to you, I'm like, you know, I hear Awaken Your Alpha, but it's like you're so integrated in the masculine and feminine that that's why I brought that up in our podcast because it's like you, to me, epitomize, have gone through the hero's journey with and, and have developed that, that feminine balance in your side. So that's why I brought up what I did in our, in our interview, because I thought it's really important that people understand um, that alpha is, I mean, it goes beyond what people might think, you know, the Arnold, the Arnold pumping yeah. iron. Yeah, and I, and I love all that stuff, but yeah, you completely nailed it. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast, live limitless. If you like the podcast, you will love the book. The book is Awaken Your Alpha, Thousand Tactics to Thrive, and it's available on Amazon. This is what my favorite author, Robert Greene, had to say about the book. I liked your book a lot. I liked the mix of, of past and present that you brought in. I was very impressed. I enjoyed it. You know, I enjoyed it. It was, it was a good, it was entertaining. That's what you I was know, and, and, I, and I actually learned it provoked some interesting thoughts for me. So it's a great book and, and you're only going to be going up. This podcast is brought to you by The Talk Accelerator, helping thought leaders increase influence, income, and impact by achieving their talk. The Talk Accelerator program, how to secure and smash your own TEDx talk. If you'd like to find out more about how you can get onto the red spot, please do head over to talkaccelerator.com. That's talkaccelerator.com. You can also book in your complimentary idea clarity call there to talk through any potential ideas you may have. What is your idea worth sharing? I'd love to hear about it and I'd love to speak with you very soon.